You are listening to episode 26 of the Path to Motherhood podcast. Welcome to the Path to Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, infertility life coach, Sarah Brandell. Join us each week as we walk through navigating your trying to conceive journey. My mission is to share the skills of managing your mind, processing emotions, and living a full life to create a more authentic path to motherhood. Hello there, and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to have you here joining me. I am feeling really good about things. I'm not quite sure when this episode is going to go live, but I did want to give like a mini update just because I think it's been a little while since I've done one of those. For those of you that don't know, I share a really deep dive into my personal fertility journey actually on the first episode of this podcast, but some things have happened since then. So we did an egg retrieval back in September of 22. We did an embryo transfer in October of 22 and again in January of 23. Unfortunately, both of those transfers were unsuccessful. So right now, at the time of this recording, I'm kind of in this in-between period where we're doing some additional testing. I don't have all that much to do just because I've had frequent miscarriages in the past, which I talked through in that podcast episode. So that means I've done a lot of the extra blood work and tests and things, but there were a few other things that they wanted to look at to see like if there's an issue with the actual protocol for the transfer or if there's an issue with my lining that could be causing a transfer or implantation issue. So that is what I'm going through, which means I'm kind of in like this in-between period with hopes of doing a transfer coming this April. And so what this got me thinking about is how I would like to approach my next transfer. Now, I'm talking to you about this. I'm recording this before I have any of the information from those extra studies. And I intentionally am doing that because this is something I've thought about before those studies come back. There is a potential that we spent this couple extra thousand dollars and did these extra tests for this month and a half, and we don't actually get any new information, right? Like the results of the timing studies come back saying, "Uh, nope, she's got a normal cycle. You should transfer just as you have been transferring. The results of the hysteroscope could say, no, we looked around. We don't see any reason that there had been a problem with implantation. And so I mentally am preparing for that ahead of time because while, of course, I would love for there to be just this like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what's wrong. This makes total sense. This is why the first two transfers didn't work. See, now that we have this information, don't worry. You can be 100% confident transfer three is going to be successful. That would be great, right? That would be awesome to have that. But I wanted to kind of go about thinking about how am I going to think about this transfer, even if I don't have that, right? Even if I don't have that good news. So this is something that I hope a lot of you can relate to in different places along your journey, right? It doesn't matter if you're doing IVF, IUI, or you're just trying to conceive by cycle timing or whatever, whatever your journey is, something that we all do, and that's why it's a phrase that we all hear, is that we think about our past, right? That's our brain's job. When it goes to set forth with trying to achieve something, its first step is to think about the past and identifying what the past has to tell us about the potential in our future, right? 
So we've all heard the past doesn't have to define your future. And that's really what I want to kind of sell you guys on today. It's what I've been working on reminding myself of recently. So when we go through this journey and we just start, we don't have that past. We get to live in that nice bliss of like just hopeful, let's get pregnant, right? If you're like me, that first couple of months, it's like, okay, let's just try this out. We're just trying to conceive. We don't have any bad news in our history to steal anything from the joy or what I consider like kind of that bliss of just trying to conceive. Well, then months go by and more months go by and you don't have success. Or at some point you're like me and you have success, but then have a miscarriage. And then it really quickly starts to steal some of your confidence, right? Because now you're like, okay, well, look at all this bad news in my past, whether that's been unsuccessful tries, whether that's been complications, whether that's been losses, whatever has been back there in your personal past, your brain starts to use that to define what's going forward, right? So it starts to think like, oh, well, if it hasn't worked for a year, or if I've already had two miscarriages, or if we know that this X, Y, or Z problem is an issue for me, well, then it probably isn't going to work in the future either, right? And so we start to define things by our future. And this is like all things, right? This problem of using the past to define our future can absolutely 100% be a good thing and it can be a bad thing, right? It can go into the all or nothing categories. If we live our lives never taking another step because what the past tells us, that's really holding you back for what you can have, what you can have available to you, right? And if we live our lives completely ignoring the past and learning nothing, then we're just repeating old habits, right? What do they call you? A fool for just repeating what has already not worked? So there has to be a balance there, right? Like I hope that me and my provider that's working on my case can look back to my past transfers, look at my lab results, look at, you know, what things were, my levels and start to make small tweaks and then potentially take information from these tests to make even more tweaks to make my chances next time better. That would be my hope. Yeah, of course. But if I just let the disappointment of those two transfers like override and I just like depend on them and go into this completely doubting any possibility of it being successful, hmm, I I just don't think that's the best way to go, right? I don't think it's the best way to go about it. And so I really just want to encourage you to work on, you know, learning from our past, but not letting it define our potential future. So I'm going to take it out of fertility a little bit. I do think sometimes pulling it out of fertility can be helpful. So like, let's think about someone who has been working in the same corporate job forever, right? They like graduated college, got their corporate job. They've been climbing the corporate ladder. They've been working this job forever. And if they have a bug to go start a business, if they have an interest, a passion in go starting a business, that's going to feel scary, right? They look into their past and they have no evidence of having ever managed a business, ever putting themselves out there on that risk. They felt the safety of being underneath and as an employee of a company, right? And so that's going to feel scary. And if they use their past to just say, nope, you've never done this before. You can't do it. Wow, like how many amazing things would we not have in our lives because people didn't go out there and risk it to see if it worked out? Even better yet, let's say this guy did want to start a business, okay? And he was like, I am going to be the world's best landscaper. And he starts this landscaping business and he just completely quits his corporate job 
goes out there, starts mowing lawns, get a couple jobs, has this business, and it flops. It was unsuccessful. And he has to go lick his wounds and go pick up another corporate job to, you know, make ends meet. And he's working his job and going about his day to day. And then next thing you know, another idea strikes him. Well, do you think he's going to go after it? Or do you think he's going to hold back because of his past? That's what defines the difference of two people, the potential of two people. One person might say, you know what? I tried that business thing. It didn't work out. It's not worth the risk. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay small in this life that I'm living that's comfortable, familiar, right? And I'm not going to go out and risk it. And then the other guy might say, you know what? I tried that business. It flopped. There was a lot of lessons learned. Like maybe I should have started to build that business up a little bit and had some income going before I just quit my job, right? Like maybe I should have made sure I had some consistent clients. I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. I'm actually learning from my past. And then from there, I get to take another step. Yes, it's risky, but I'm going to try again and potentially be more successful this time. No promises. There's no promises that business is going to be successful, but we'll try, right? Same thing here. Feels totally different, but it really, at the end of the day, is the same thing, right? So If we believe that what we want so badly is to conceive a child, right? That is our miracle that we're going after. We have to be willing to take that risk to put ourselves out there to allow for that to happen in whatever way that is, right? If that's with meds, without meds, if that's actually not even conceiving, but some type of adoption or fostering or surrogacy or whatever your journey is, right? But we have to be willing to take that step to risk the potential that this may or may not work out and put ourselves out there. And the only way we can do that is if we can believe, hey, the past is the past. We learned some things from it. I maybe I'm going to take a few things from it. And now I'm going to try again. Because I believe in this journey. I believe in what I'm going towards. I believe in the possibility, right? And our past does not define our future, right? Like if I could wave a magic wand right now in this moment and just erase your memory of your fertility journey thus far, what would it be like to go for your next cycle? How would you feel about it? What thoughts would you be thinking about that next cycle, right? How different would those thoughts be than what your thoughts are right now with all that past information in your brain? I don't necessarily think we're going to just transition over, right? We're just going to forget the past completely, right? I don't think that that's, you know, even in your best interests, but it's just interesting to compare them. So what I want you guys to think about this week is as you prep for whenever your next cycle or next attempt or next step in the process is going to be, notice how you're showing up to that. Are you showing up with some belief in the possibility? with some hope for that baby at the end of the road. And also ask yourself, how is my past? How are my previous cycles? How are my previous attempts impacting my thoughts about the likelihood of this attempt, right? We can look at data, we can run numbers, sure. And that is useful. And I think that's actually more useful for your provider than you. But at the end of the day, every single attempt is its one individual attempt. Each one is a potential for a miracle. Don't not take the risk because of the past. 
right? So this is what I've been working through. This is what I've been thinking about. I have two remaining embryos frozen currently at this moment. So to me, that is two more potential attempts at raising a child. And I am so grateful to have access to that, right? That I was able to have that. And I'm going into this next cycle, believing this is its own attempt. There is possibility in a child in my arms with this one single attempt, regardless of how the last two transfers have gone. And even though this is scary, even though I have some doubt, even though I'm worried, I still believe it's possible. And I'm going to cling to that hope. I'm going to be grateful that that hope is there right? So many of you are afraid to have hope. I'm grateful, right? Like I'm so happy that I'm able to show up to this with some hope, with some excitement, regardless of what these test results show. So that's what I want to leave you guys with today is your next cycle. How can you approach it in a way that's not 100% controlled by your past? How can you approach it in a way that you're believing in the possibility that you're thinking about the hope for the future, right? I really hope that you guys can think through this and kind of find ways to approach things a little bit differently. Just this room, this air for hay, this is a new attempt, this is a new cycle, that can feel so much lighter. It can feel so much more open to possibility and that's where we wanna be. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this. So if you want to, I would love for you to share this episode tag me in it. Tell me what you're doing to avoid your past defining your future. And I would love to chat with you about it. I will talk to you next week and have a great day. Hey there, Inspired Mama. If you enjoyed this show, I want to invite you to leave a review in your podcast player. This helps to share the message with so many more women just like you. Also, if you know of another hopeful mama on her path to motherhood, please share this episode with her. I would love to get this into the ears of anyone who needs to hear it. If you are ready to step this work up and not only learn these tools, but to apply them to your unique story, head to the link in the show notes to apply for a free consult call. I would be honored to help you.